Hey guys, it's Brad with College Sportscast, and we are presented by the Fanboys. You ready? Of course not. Frozen bread. And go. You ready? All right, guys. I think I'm back. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Well, so it took forever for it to actually like download on my end and to run. I didn't even think it was going to run, to be quite honest with you. Um, Like it took 30 seconds for at least for it to even run on my end. Yeah. I don't know. All right. So it's Brad with College Sportscast. And we were scheduled to have a guest today, Lee Wardlaw, uh, a Rivals South Carolina recruiting editor. But it looks like about 40, 45 minutes before the show, he sent me a message and said that he was having to hop in the car and drive down to Florida from South Carolina. And I'm not, I haven't heard anything back from him, so I don't really know what all is going on. But it looks like we're going to have to reschedule the show for or with Lee Wardlaw. So um, hopefully we'll be able to bring that show to you before too long. And I'm not exactly sure what happened today or whatever. But if you are joining us because you were expecting to see and hear some North Carolina and South Carolina recruiting, I just want to let you know that's kind of what happened. I'm not exactly sure what's going on. He just said he might have to reschedule. Then he had to hop in the car and drive down to Florida. I do know that he's from Florida. So, like, originally he's from Florida. I do know that. So, uh, you know, maybe it had something to do with family or, you know, I have no idea. That's just a guess. But I do know that he's from Florida. That's not a guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not a guess. I do know that. All right. Well, that's good. <laughs> so it's John Roberts and I that's going to be on the show with you. Um, I do have a little bit of stuff here that I've got um, uh, with Lee uh, on the recruiting side stuff, but uh, and we might get to some of that. But uh, 
we will kind of wing it here because we wasn't expecting to not have him as a guest. So, right. Um, I guess I'll start out with, if we talk about recruiting and stuff, John, since you were last on the show, um, North Carolina announced, I think it was like Wednesday or something of last week that they are now, hang on. That's not the one I wanted to pull up that they are now, um, passing legislation for NIL for high school students. They are, as far as I know, the very first state to pass law for high school students. So if you are of high school age, which means goes all the way down to like 14 years old, probably 13 or 14, um, you are in this cycle world of NIL and money being thrown at you and everything. And I kind of wanted to get your thought on that for so high school kids. What, what do you know any particulars on the, on the law itself? Like age, I mean, it's for high schoolers, but do they, do they do a, you gotta be 17, 18, 16. I don't, I didn't see that. No, I that's enrolled. High school age is what I, is what I seen. Anybody that's in high school is what I, now, you know. Here's the I, other. I here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Um, there are a lot of middle schoolers that play JV and varsity sports. Are they included in this? I, you know, high I, school. I, they're playing on the high school team. I'm wondering if right. If playing on the high school team means yeah. If you're an eighth grader and you're playing in the high school team, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And some places high school starts in eighth grade. Some places high school starts in 10th grade. Some places high school starts in ninth. Kind of yeah. wondering what, what constitutes this high school? Where do you start? And does it, is it, is it an age or is it being enrolled in high school? You know, cause there's a lot of different factors on that. I mean, look, I'm all for, if you can make money, you make money. I know that there are labor laws and I don't know how you could get it. I mean, you can get around a lot of it because you have child star actors and whatnot, but I mean, you're, you're talking about kids who are going to have to hire attorneys probably if you're going to go out. All right, it looks like I lost John and he's coming back. What where did you lose me? Where was I? I didn't know if I was gone or if he was gone, but it looks like we I lost John for a second. Where where, where did you where did you lose me? Now now I've got him back and I don't know what happened there. So You don't you don't I, know where you lost me? Yeah, I mean you were just talking about you know depending on 
age wise as far as you know they'd have to hire some you know lawyers yeah. and, and well people, i mean i'm just you know, i'm the, just kind of thinking about like people that represent the, the kids themselves because if the sometimes parents take advantage or people that you hire take advantage so i mean now you're you're really having to make some grown-up decisions as a well i mean listen you start giving you start giving 13 year old 14 year old kids whether that's a five thousand dollar nil deal or I mean, I, I seriously doubt these kids are going to make millions. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I, mean, at, I, I don't. I don't really foresee just like the mass, you know, dumping of money. But I mean, beyond. But I mean, you start you start giving money to these young kids, and I mean, you're opening up doors, man. That just uh, you know. So here's the deal: you got a, you got a 13 year old kid that's at such and such school, and. Um, you know, they offer him $5,000. He takes the money. Mm -hmm. All right. Then two months later or two weeks later, the neighboring school right down the road comes along and says, Hey, we can do better than that. Right. And we can, but, and we can give you, and we can give you 20 grand. Okay. So let's, so then the kid takes that 20 grand. Yeah. But if he takes the first one, you got to think that he's under some sort of contract at that point, right? Or there's some. It's not. It's definitely not happening in in uh, college. Like these kids took money and transferred three months ago, and now are leaving and taking money and transferring somewhere yeah, do else. We, so do we know one hundred percent how much of the the money and what the what the terms and of the deals are? With, with people that transfer out because do you know how much they got or what they got did they get it right away well, no there's no there's just they an don't agreement. they don't have just, to tell you how much they got i mean that's well i know but i'm saying you're just assuming that they got all this but they they may not have they may have transferred because you somebody can't else tell me the people that just just transferred some of them didn't take money and get money you can't tell me that that didn't and I you know can't it, tell it, me that they didn't have to pay some back I'm just I mean, saying I'm being devil's advocate here and, and just saying that there's a possibility of some other, you know, things that go on behind closed doors that we don't know about. So. And you're opening up doors that yes. is chaos. That's Correct. absolute chaos. I mean, it yes. really is. And you are yes. doing this with 13, 14, 15 year old kids, Correct. not, not, 20 year old adults or even 19 or 18 year old adults. These are 13 year old kids possibly. Right. right. You or, know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. four, 13, 14, 15 year old kids more than likely. Um, right. I is, mean, we're, we are, we are professionalizing at a younger and younger age. And I know that we've had, like I said, you can look at it like child star actors. Yeah, you can look I mean, at yes, it like and musicians like and you know golf golf prodigies, and tennis prodigies, stuff like that. Those are, but I mean, those are far and few between. Those aren't like the gymnasts. Norm. You're getting yeah. ready to normalize this, which is going to be uh, very interesting to see. Is that you're getting ready to normalize this because not everything 
like you're not going to have just a ton of money to be able to spread out, you know, once you get so many people involved in this. So it's going to be lower and lower money. The early ones will make a lot of money or more money than anybody else. And we'll see how that works. Maybe. I would think, I would think, I would think that, 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 that anybody early on will make more money than people later on, unless you, you come up with some deal that has a recurring payment that's pretty good as opposed to a here's a bunch of money at once without proving it well i mean maybe i, I just yeah. know i just know the i mean this is just my thinking and normally with all this stuff i'm pretty far off so i'm not going to sit here and tell you that that what i'm thinking is going to be right or anything but I really can't imagine um, you've got this phenom, whether that's basketball, football, or whatever, that is a, you know, 14-year-old prodigy kid that looks like he's going to be all world in four or five years. I can't imagine that these companies would want to throw a half a million dollars at this 14-year-old kid right off the bat right away at 14 now you know right. you give him you give him five or ten thousand now and then you know a couple of years from now when he progresses you know the way he is and now he's 16 you know then, then maybe he's worth a hundred thousand at 16 and then you know what i mean like but right. i can't imagine early on at a you know if you are a 14 you know 15 year old fresh 14 year old freshman or something that right. these you know, that they would throw a bunch of money, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they will. I mean, I don't no, know. No, I mean you're, you're right about that too. Uh, and then just think about the burnout on, on some of these kids. Cause they're going to be basically forced that they're going to need to do all this stuff to keep up at, at the age instead of doing it for fun. And then, you know, you're doing it more of a self to, to, to get yourself to the next level. Now you, you're doing it and either you're having to do it because it's now your job to do it yeah, or you're doing it, you're doing it, uh, or, or you've stopped doing it thinking that you've gotten all this money or whatever. And that'll happen too. just kind of keep going. So you'll that'll actually people. happen too. You'll have kids that'll take the money and take advantage of it and then have some burnout and then quit. Right. And you know that happened too. It just it just won't get fun anymore. You know, it's gonna be kind of yeah, yeah. I mean that that kind of stuff definitely can happen too. But anyway, I I just it was something that happened since you were last on. Your last show with me was on Tuesday, right? And uh, I I want to say it happened like on Wednesday. I think last week. Um, that I seen that it, you know, that they had passed it. And we talked yeah. about it on, on Thursday with me and Jay for just a few minutes on Thursday when, when we done the show. But right, uh, right. I wanted to kind of run by it since you were on with me. All right. So while you are on, let's talk some college baseball. I know Kentucky finally won a series again this weekend and they were ahead. Were ahead a little bit ago. I don't know if they won or not. 
It's probably not over, but it might be. Let's uh, let's take a look at scores. I'm sure you'll it get might faster. I'm not sure. Well, I've got the app pulled up, but I was on something else. Right. Well, I'm watching Auburn. Auburn just got two more runs on a, I believe. Did Auburn gonna, beat LSU last night? They did. They were ahead seven to five when in the eighth, I think. And they they won like. eight. They won eight to six. Um, let's see. They are they winning. Are winning, winning today. Five to two. Five to two. So there's a possibility that you guys sweep the number three team in the country. Um, yeah. Auburn was looking to do the same thing and then got beat on Sunday against against. Uh, South Carolina last week. Now, South Carolina is missing about two to three guys on their team, but that still doesn't mean that this isn't worth, that this isn't something to really, you know, like I'm not trying to put it down. I know that we did it, or Auburn did it with, uh, uh, they were not a full, full on, um, uh, full strength. So, right. Uh, let, me, let me actually get so. Well, I mean, Kentucky had been playing great, and about three weeks ago, the wheels started falling off. Um, they they beat Georgia, and then they had a rainout, and had oh, to do yeah. a double and had to do a doubleheader, and lost both of them. All right, and then from that point on, then the next weekend they had a rainout on, on their first game, the opening game, which is a Friday. And they had a doubleheader with Texas A&M and lost both of those. Right. Um, and then they just they, – the wheels of, you know, kind of was just – I don't know. They, like I said, they were playing great. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, they uh, they had a couple of rainouts and had doubleheaders and, you know, lost both of them. And then the next thing you know, they're – um, in a long kind of losing streak. Yeah. Yep. So They're going through number one picks in the uh, in the SEC over the last like 25, 30 years, and uh, I have seen every one of them in person while they were in college. <laughs> so that was pretty. That's pretty pretty fun. Hmm. They were. Uh, so it looks like Auburn is ahead of LSU today too, eleven to two. Yes, I'm watching that game. I do have that game on. They they just scored two in the top of the uh, or the bottom of the sixth. Uh, of, so would this be a sweep? No, no. Auburn no. Auburn lost against uh, against Paul Skeens on Friday night. Okay. Friday night, Paul okay. Paul Skeens shut Auburn out. Which what 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 Auburn did was that they moved their Friday night, the Friday night started Saturday, so that they wouldn't be going head to head with Paul Skeens, and right. it gives you a better chance of winning when you have, you know, you're, you're you're most likely not going to doesn't matter what you do, um, with your pitching staff, if you can't put up the offense, you're not going to win against him. So what you do is you go and put somebody else up there. 
because you're probably losing. Yeah, they swapped them out. You're losing anyway, right? So you you change you change it up, and maybe you get that win on Saturday because LSU has had some issues with their Saturday and their Sunday starter. They have been very very inconsistent. Well, the Um, Saturday starter early in the season looked okay, but the last three or four weeks they've kind of been shaky on Saturday. Like I said, very inconsistent on Saturday yeah. and Sunday. The yeah. Sunday, they're like, like they're just not, not been doing great. Whereas Auburn's bullpen was very bad the last several, or, or or from the beginning of the season through the beginning of the SEC uh, season, like the first half of that. Well. Over the last three weeks or so, they have figured out how to pitch. Doing that makes Auburn dangerous. Just they just now just they just figured it out now. They just figured it out. Don't know. Don't know what happened. It clicked. <laughs> and they've they just, done it at the right time because they took a series from South Carolina. They took a series from uh, they took a series from uh, or or they are they are trying to take the series from LSU and that's number one LSU and number three, South Carolina, that this yeah. is a possibility of doing. Um, now, I mean, they got to finish this game off. They're up by nine in the top of the seventh. There's two outs. So. Kentucky damn near beat LSU too in a series of a few, a few weeks right. back. Yeah, that was one that it, it was. Uh, that that was the one. Yeah. I think before those two series that I that I was talking about, the Georgia and the Texas A and M series, and then they played Vandy and got swept. Right. So they right. went through a they went through a spell there where they just didn't play well. But they damn near they were up one run with like in the eighth inning on a Sunday, um, and then they lost by one run. Um, you know, they're at the end to LSU, but right. they were right there to do it. Right. So, um, um, yeah, so uh, LSU possibly could go down to Auburn this weekend. Kentucky or Kentucky has taken the series and could possibly sweep against South Carolina. Vanderbilt, the other top team, lost a series to Alabama, who just fired. Their baseball coach for their being coach, yeah. for, for being tied to a a better, and that person placed a bet or, or had received some form of communication that the Friday night starter, I think it was Friday night last weekend against LSU, was going to get scratched and placed a bet before the books knew the information and had changed the betting line and made a lot of money. And apparently there were ties between that person and the head coach, Brad Bohannon of Alabama. So upon investigation, they found out. I know it has something to do with betting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So upon further investigation, they found out that was not the first time that that happened. There were multiple times this happened. Uh, so, uh, that is why he was then let go. And then once that happened, Alabama absolutely came out and I think destroyed Vanderbilt. It was like 14 to two or 11 to two or something like that on the first game on Thursday night. Then they got beat Friday night 
and then they won again on uh, Saturday night against or Saturday against Vanderbilt. They don't. I mean, Bama doesn't have a bad team. No, 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 no. This is one of the. I mean, look, they recruited well and got a very good team. It's just that it's like let's just say. I mean, you could go look at at, at, at you can do this with football with with within the SEC too. You could say that you know Florida's team or Tennessee's team is not a bad and not a bad football team, but in the SEC they're like middle of the road, right? Right, right. But then you place them against anybody else and they're pretty good. They would win just about any other conference, right? Yeah. So right. Bama's the same way. They're middle of the SEC, but if you put them anywhere else, they probably could go win several of these conferences because they're that right. they're they're that good. But they're they've got eleven wins in the SEC right now. Uh, that would put them a half, yeah, that would put them a half game ahead of Auburn just because one Auburn may not have the same amount of losses because they have a tie in their uh, – well, it, overall record, they have a tie. Um, right. But Bama did win the head-to-head, you know, series against Auburn, so they would have the half leg up if there's a tie between those two. So Auburn would right. have to have a better record overall. So tie doesn't mean anything for them. But Auburn's trying to get into the, uh, into the SEC tournament. SEC tournament, yeah. Right. Because it's the top twelve teams that get in. Yeah, I believe the top twelve teams have a chance. There's two teams in the SEC that doesn't get in. You're right, and the the bottom four of the tournament play it, but what is essentially a play-in game. It's a it's a single elimination game to get in, to get you to ten teams, which is what they used to have, and then on you know then they run what is the same tournament that they've been running for years with 12 teams or with 10 teams in the um, in the tournament from from uh wednesday to sunday so um yeah so on tuesday there there are 12 teams on wednesday there are 10 and then it's a double elimination tournament from there so right and um but there are two teams that get left out period Correct, and at this moment, it should be the two Mississippi Mississippi schools, and if it's not, then Missouri is the other school. I cannot. I have to go. Let me. You know what? I have the ranking right here. I have the records at least. Uh, it's the two Mississippi schools right now. They both have six wins, and that is the fewest amount of wins of any any school in Missouri's got seven in the SEC. So they would be the last team in the two Mississippi schools would miss the baseball tournament, the, the SEC tournament, which is the two last national championships. Correct. The two last national champions <laughs> would miss the conference, which their own is conference. A little weird. Correct. It is. It's yeah. really weird. And then yeah. um, the teams with, so Missouri Actually, was Mississippi seven state who won the year before last Missed the SEC tournament last year. I'm pretty sure is what I. I heard. cannot recall if they if they missed it or not. And if they did, then they're this like this will be two years in a row that the previous champion 
has missed and, the SEC tournament. Right. And, um, but with that said, like I said, Missouri's got seven wins. They would be the 12th team in. And then you've got A&M, Auburn, and Georgia with 10 wins currently. Uh, their games are still going on, so they could reach – any one of these teams could be reaching 11. Um, actually, no, Georgia I think already lost, I would think, if I'm correct. On Today, this. you mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then um, – I think they're already done for the weekend. They've already got 24. They've already got 24, you know. Georgia actually won today. They, beat they won today, but – okay, they won today, but they, they, they've already played. Their game is over. Yeah. That's what I was, right. what I was yeah. referring to. Whereas A&M and Auburn are still currently playing. Um, Auburn's leading. So What's, Tennessee, also- what's Tennessee's record in the SEC? Well, I'll get to that in just a second. Um, Tennessee has 12 wins in the SEC. So, as we said, the 10-win 10, 10 teams were A&M, Auburn, and Georgia. Georgia's already played today, so they're at 10 and 14. Auburn and A&M are both at 10 and 13. A&M is tied with Florida at 2-2 two two right now um, in, the, in their game. Auburn is winning right now, so Auburn is likely to have an 11th victory by the end of the day. A&M, don't know. It's up in the air. Right. And they just gave up a bomb. No, they didn't. Oh, wow. thought that was about to leave the park. That looked like it was going to leave the park. Warning track power, but not quite uh, home run distance. Um, anyway, so then Alabama's got 11. They are 11 and 13. Then you get to Tennessee, who is 12 and 12. Kentucky is 13 and 10. South Carolina is 14 and 8. Florida is 15 and 8. Uh, then LSU currently is 16 and 6, could possibly be 16 and 7 at the end of the day. Vanderbilt is 17 and 7. So Vanderbilt has the most wins in the SEC? Yes. Yes. So it's really weird right now because even for the last couple of weeks, the number one team in the SEC is not the number one team in the country. Right. And both teams are SEC. Like the the number one team in the number one team in the country is not the number one team in their conference. And which, if they lose this series right here, this this result stands. It's the top of the eighth inning, one out. This result stands, then uh, I would look at a new team being number one. I don't know who. I'd have to go look at it and figure it out. But I don't know if LSU would retain. Wake Forest had, and I don't know if they still are in that two spot. Yeah, I'd have to take a Wake look. Wake Forest. It'd probably have to be Wake Forest um, because South Wake Carolina lost their spots. series, and yeah. Uh, as the number three team, the number five team is Vanderbilt. They they lost their series, so that's that's that. So we'd have to see who the number two, the number two, or the number four team. And you said that South Carolina or uh, that Wake Forest is the number two team, and we'd have to look to see who the number four team in the country is. That's probably is that Stanford. Stanford may be the number four team. I have to take. A look. 
Uh, nope, they're number seven, according to this. I'm trying I'm just to look looking, trying to see if I can find a find a four team, but well, it oh, no, is it's Florida. It's Florida. 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 Florida is the number four. Huh. Stanford is seven. Coastal Carolina's yeah. eight. But anyway, uh, that is what is happening right now in the in the SEC. They could be, you know, like I said, a, a change in who is the number one team in the country with the result if it stands. So, so the SEC tournament is there's two weekends left. Should be two. Oh, Usually graduation happens and then okay, so there's we're at twenty-four games now. Gotta play thirty. So we got two weeks. So there's two weekends. So there's two weekends. Yeah, left. it's usually two weeks after graduation before like two weekends beyond graduation before uh, the tournament happens. So right. Yep. I know Kentucky has to play Tennessee. I think that that's the last one, I believe. Auburn has Ole Miss and... And I think the other one that they play is Florida. I believe the two that they have left to play is Florida and Tennessee, I think. Auburn they've is... Played, Auburn is they've played everybody else in the East. Yeah, Auburn is at... Um, they're at Miss Ole Miss one of these weeks and I got to see what let's go look at the calendar here for where they are or, or who they play because next week Kentucky is at Tennessee Alabama's at A&M uh, South Carolina's at Arkansas Mississippi State's at LSU Auburn is at Ole Miss next week. Georgia is at Missouri. That should be pretty good for Auburn, actually. And Vanderbilt should at be. Florida. That should be a that should be a good series. Vanderbilt at Florida. Yeah. And then the final uh, weekend series, which will be a Thursday, Friday, Saturday for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, is let's take a look. See what we have going here. We have Florida at Kentucky. That's what I thought. Yep. Uh, Missouri at Auburn. A&M Man. at Mississippi State. Ole Miss at Alabama. Tennessee at South Carolina. Let's see. Uh, Arkansas at Vanderbilt, which Vanderbilt gets to play as the number five team in the country, gets to play the number four and the number six team in the country the next two weeks. Yeah. So that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be fun for them. Um, whereas, you know, Kentucky's got the eight number eighteen team and the number fourteen. <laughs> it's uh, these are yeah, and old, and Auburn gets Ole Miss and Missouri. Come on, <laughs> how does, don't make the schedule. Like, look, look, look. 
Ole Miss is last year's <laughs> last year's national champion. You can't you can't sit here and predict that they're going to be as bad as they've been. I mean, come on, man, that's look, terrible. Look, you can't you can't sit there and go, <laughs> hey, Ole Miss is going to be bad. They won their I they mean, won the national championship. They're going to be really really bad. Let's go ahead and stack Auburn with the, those two teams at the end of the season. <laughs> look, Auburn could be could, could could go into that final that final two series and lose both of them. It is very possible they could lose both of them. You know good and well they're going to win four of those games. Easy. Do I? Do I? I think so. I don't know. I I think they're going to win four of those six games. That bullpen could fall apart because that bullpen (laughs) has proven that they could easily, that they are very capable of falling apart. (laughs) (laughs) That would give them 15. If they win win today, they'll be at 11, right? If they win four of those, they'll be at 15. Right, which guarantees them in, pretty much. Yes, guarantees them in because they would have had the uh, – And I think that's pretty much – if they win today, if they win today, I think they have a good shot at 15. With with the high RPI, with the high RPI, 14 gets you in. And Auburn's going to have a high enough RPI um, by knocking off the number three and the number one. So – so Jay says he hates the the pool play in the in the ACC tournament. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't really know. like pool play. Yeah. So, but I mean, just the their issue will be when 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 Auburn is playing tournament, they don't have enough pitching. They don't have pitching to do it. So, they have enough hitting to. Yeah, they can hit the ball. They can. And they, score can run. they can. But you got to get past everybody's. Friday. Yeah. And you can do that. You can do that. Then Auburn can basically hang with anybody at that point. Because they've got the lineup one through nine to, uh, to, to hang with anybody in the country. Five. They don't have the pitching to hang with anybody in the country. And they've got enough pitching. They, they're, Friday, they're Friday night guy. Wow, he has been, you know, pretty good the last couple of weeks. Jay, is, the ACC is not better than the SEC in baseball. While the while, – while, while <laughs> Come on now. Friday night guy has been, you know, fairly good, you know, on Friday night, he – he he's not a Friday night guy. Like he would be a Saturday or Sunday guy. Oh, Auburn just ten run them. So they're done. Air. Well, it was a it was a it was a single with the way that the guy did it. But then uh, the first baseman threw it away. So it was a guy made a heck of a stop to stop the play or, or stop the ball. But then uh, he threw it away when he's trying to throw the guy out at home plate and. Uh, Scored the winning run. Auburn wins twelve to two. They now have eleven. They dove right into the umpire too. They definitely have turned it around from the first half of the season to where they are now with the possibility of these last two weekends. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Auburn has I mean, definitely has definitely turned their season around because I 
I, you know, it didn't look too great to start oh, no, no, the, fir no, no. the first half. Well, I mean, you get swept in opening weekend. That that's never a good start. <laughs> it's never good when yeah. you start when you start your SEC season zero and three. Then that's that's not a great start. Yeah, at I think all. they went one and five, didn't they? Or was it three and maybe three and six? Say what? The how did they start their season? I. The first three series, I think they were like three and six, I think. Uh, yeah, I think after the first three series, they were three and six. They had won. Yeah. Uh, they, they won a series two. That they won, They beat Georgia. Um, won two out of three against Georgia. Came close to sweeping, but when the eighth inning happened, uh, they gave up like 17 runs and got nowhere near yeah. sweeping that one. And, um, and Kentucky was eight and one, by the way, the first three series. That's right. They, they, they did start with a heck of a they start. They were. They were. They were eight was, and one, was, by the way. That was a heck of a start right there that they had. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, they were. Let me pick up. I'm going to look at. I'm just looking so at So if how they can finish this off today, I believe this will be Kentucky's 14th. Right. So I believe they'll have 14 today if they can finish this off. They were up seven yes, to I two and eight. They're 13 and three right now. Right. Yeah. Cause they've, they've had one right now. 13 and that's right. 13 and 10. So, yeah. Well, I was thinking. Yeah. And they're, so if they could win today and finish this one off, they'll be 14 and 10. So that gets you, and you had the number one RPI in the country for a long time. You don't have the number yeah. one RPI right now, but you have a high enough RPI that 14 wins gets you in the tournament. Yeah. And I'm talking about the the NCAA the, the gets you right. a regional berth. So uh, you may not be hosting yeah. because you're not a top 16 team in the country, but or yeah, you're not a top 16 team in the country, but you will be most likely a two seed somewhere, maybe a three seed. Um, two seed if you were definitely if you were ranked, um, but you're you're either going to be a two or a three, uh, sitting somewhere. Which well, I mean they they might sneak back in the rankings this weekend. Um, possible, possible. Um, sweep sweeping South Carolina, right? So bottom of the eighth, they're up nine to two. Yeah. So the way that 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 Auburn started out was zero and three. Then they won two out of three against Georgia. Then they won the Friday night against Florida and then proceeded to lose Saturday and Sunday. Um, and they were three and six. Right. That made them three and six. And then they they lost the series against Texas A&M. So then that made them four and eight. Four and Lost yeah. the series against Alabama, which made them five and ten. And then they won. Well, the they didn't really start playing ball till last week, till two weeks ago. Then they won the series against Mississippi State, which made them seven and eleven. Won the series against South Carolina, which made them nine and twelve. And then won the series against LSU, which puts them. 
Uh, 11, 11 and 13. 13. Yep. They've won the last three series. That's what it was. They've won six games in the last nine. They've won six out of nine SEC games when starting. Uh, Jay, what, you can go on somewhere, by the way, with all your Kentucky hate. <laughs> I don't talk about Clemson, damn it. <laughs> he also says – he also asks if uh, if – the Braves will get rid of Ozuna by the All-Star break. Um, it depends on uh, how much of the contract they are willing to play, pay or if they are able to find somebody that is willing to take on that contract. Otherwise, they are stuck with him. So, hopefully he gets better. Well, so I haven't – I mean, I, I keep up with a little bit of it. I don't keep up with a lot, to be honest with you. Right. I've been hearing – so, so many people whining and complaining about the Yankees. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, what, I mean, what's, what's the deal? What's going on with the Yankees? Why, why are they, do they just not have any pitching? What's going on with the Yankees? Uh, to be honest, I haven't really paid any attention to the Yankees. So, but I'm gonna tell you right now, it kind of reminds me of the Dallas Cowboys fans. Yeah, I've heard more whining and complaining, injuries, and people talking that makes about because I know Donaldson was injured for a little bit. Um, and I know that they've had Giancarlo Stanton out for a little bit, they've had um. They were playing somebody out in the outfield, I think Hicks or somebody like that, and they didn't really like Everybody that. wants um, – They didn't like that, so. The manager fired. Well. Well, what's his name? I can't even think of it. Uh, Aaron Effin Boone? I know it. Aaron – yes, Aaron Boone. Aaron yes. – F- no, no, it's Aaron Effin Boone because of that home run he yeah. hit in 2003. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember. Yeah, yeah he, hit, he he hit a home run that got him that garnered the nickname. Okay, so yes, I know. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's see what kind of. I just heard so many Yankee fans pissing and moaning, crying. Yeah, well, maybe. because they uh, are playing terrible whatever and i'm just like god they're worse than the cowboys fans yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't know yeah cowboys fans are probably worse well that's yeah. that, that's because it, the uh jay that, that that's because you have the minor league affiliate for the team that he did that to sitting in your hometown <laughs> yeah who has a monster, coincidentally. I mean, I guess every one of their, their minor league affiliates have built the stadium so that everybody can get used to playing with the monster out and left. Um, I think they should just go ahead and, you know, just, what is that, uh, draft Auburn left fielders because we play with the monster as well. It is designed right after uh, Fenway Park, so. 
as far so as we've that. got a whole bunch of copycatters. That's what you're trying to tell me. Look, Auburn's been copying since the day they started. I mean, look, <laughs> they, they copied Virginia's <laughs> colors. They took Virginia's colors. That's the reason why we have the exact yeah. same color scheme as Virginia. The first ever football coach graduated from Virginia. All right. He liked the colors, so he said Auburn's going to have those colors. We copied the, the baseball stadium is a copy of three major league ballparks. Okay. The copy is Boston for the out for the outfield wall. Okay. It is Wrigley for the uh, brick around the rest of the field. Okay. And then okay. it is Camden Yard for the green chair backs seats. And those are the three that Auburn copied. When they built their when they built their stadium back in the mid nineties, as far as what the current what the way it looks today, right? So, uh, but yeah, yeah, Auburn's been copying since, since bunch of copycatters is what I is what I hear. Well, I mean, the tiger is a cat, right? Just <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I hear. Hey. I, hey, I'm pretty sure hey, that's the Clemson Tigers as well. They, so, they, you know, they, they, they're they probably flew, a bunch of copycatters too. They flew the Eagle <laughs> yesterday for the very first time uh, at a baseball game. Very first time they flew the Eagle. Eagles 1-0. <laughs> and so. I, still, I still don't know. There's some things when it comes to, especially Alabama sports, that I do not understand. Mm. I, and I, so I'll, I'll switch this and put the SEC up on the screen. But since we don't have a whole lot, we're just kind of winging this today. Where does War Eagle come from? So you are the Auburn Tigers. I I don't understand where War Eagle comes from. I don't understand how you have a eagle that does a flyover when you are the Tigers. It doesn't make sense to me. Same thing, Alabama. Where the hell does Roll Tide come from? Well, they're the Crimson Tide, so I guess that would make pretty much sense. Or the Alabama Their Crimson mascot Tide. is an elephant. Okay. <laughs> Would you I, just, like to understand the history? Yeah, tell me. I don't really understand where some of this stuff. Where so does if you War take an Eagle elephant? You, okay, you want to go with Auburn first? Okay. Yeah. Auburn, where does War uh, Eagle okay. come from? So the legend, because this is the legend that you'll get taught every time you go, like visit the campus I'll talk about a like an old civil war general sitting in the stands at a football game and an eagle was flying above the field and then dies right there and he's just stands up and goes war eagle and then it passes away or whatever and that's that's kind of the thing and from there from then on i mean it just i guess it caught on so back in the 1800s. That's the gist. That's the story. For Warrior. Okay. And it's a battle cry. Like, 
like Jay says in the chat. Well, I, I get it's a battle cry, but yeah, yeah. it's got to come from somewhere. When you, yeah, well, that's the, the story. For Alabama, the reason why you got an elephant is the way that I would presume that they, I don't. I, fact check this one this is one that i just kind of came up with uh is wearing the 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 crimson colors going into battle and you have elephants as kind of your main kind of back and you know i mean you, you could talk about like the indian army that has elephants but you could go back to like the Assyrians and the Persians and all those that had elephants charging in front of your, in front of your infantry. It's just so Auburn, Alabama, but, but is the other thing the is, only... is the other the other part is that's that's with the elephant itself, but the uh, but the, the the Crimson Tide, I guess it's you know when people sit sitting in the sands again, somebody sitting in the sands saying that when they came out of the when they came out of the locker room, it looked like a crimson tide as they were going. Right, the I, I get, I get the whole roll tide with the Alabama and the crimson tide. Where I don't get is the the elephant deal, and and Alabama is probably one of the few college universities who basically does not use and nobody knows does not have a battle cry or anything for their mascot. Nobody even knows what, like, it's not even don't mention it. They don't, you know, Alabama is also one of the few, the, one of the few, there's probably like what four or five D one schools that do not have an S at the end of their name. The Alabama Crimson Tide, right? There's no That's best. because – and tigers. and it's not elef – like when – they don't even mention the elephant. You know what I mean? Like that's not even – it's just Alabama's the Crimson Tide. They don't use – Some of the other schools without an S are the uh, Stanford. Stanford does not have an S. Is it just Cardinal. Cardinal? Cardinal. Yep. It is? Stanford Cardinal. Not Cardinals. Cardinal. Because it's the color. It's the Stanford Cardinal. I believe Harvard is one. Because um, you have Stanford Cardinal, Harvard Crimson. I think they're the Crimson. And I can't remember who the other one is off the top of my head. Syracuse. As I'm getting, I'm getting it from yeah. uh, from from the audience over here. It's Syracuse orange, because they're orange the orange, man. the orangemen. That's right. Yes. So now I think go. it's just orange now, isn't it? Well, it used to be orange that, men. That's that. Then that means that three of them are just straight up colors. Yeah, I, it used to be orange men, but I think they Harvard, are right. I think the Harvard Crimson, they have changed the Stanford, it. The Stanford Cardinal, the Syracuse Orange, but I think it's the Orange Men, Orange Men, and then the Alabama Crimson Tide. I think those are the four. And I say, I think there's only four. 
So there they are. But Fun fact. all the rest of those schools that you just mentioned, that is their mascot. The cardinal is the cardinal. Like it's no, that's their no, mascot. That's a tree. It's not a cardinal, it's a tree. It's a different thing altogether. <laughs> So, no. <laughs> Are you sure about that? That's not part of their mascot as well? The cardinal is a color. The tree is their mascot. They are, they are cardinal and white. That is their colors. Yes, I, I know that. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just saying, Alabama's got a weird, weird deal down there with their. And and there's no, there's no mascot. They're the only school that, that I know of that has a mascot that is complete, like animosity, like it's like they, like it's, they they nobody uses it. No, they don't say it. They don't. No, Ole Miss does they, too. They do nothing with it. At all. Ole Miss. The Rebels? They don't do anything with that mascot, I guarantee you. <laughs> not well, anymore. <laughs> maybe not anymore, but they always did. The the Rebel Black Bear Land Sharks. Ole Miss. Yeah, now it's Land Sharks is what they always say now. But yeah. So... But they used to. They might not do with the Rebels stuff much anymore. <laughs> the Rebel Black Bear Land Sharks. <laughs> I mean, I okay, I, I ain't going to say that. I, I, I'll keep my mouth shut on that one. <laughs> you you brought it up. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut on that one. <laughs> no wiser words were said. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's sometimes people just. But I will say that you you they they don't do that stuff anymore down there. I'm I'm sure, although. There is still, if you go down I-65, okay, through Alabama, okay, in be, in between Birmingham and Mobile, all right, there is still a huge Rebel flag that hangs that flies up on a pole right beside the interstate. There was as of two years ago. There's one that's between Birmingham and Jasper too, but doesn't mean that that's the. Somebody hadn't gone over there and told them to take it down. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is it's just kind of odd nowadays yeah. that, you know, that that's still there and still flying and all that good stuff. Because, mm -hmm. you know, you don't, most people there's, in places um, don't get away with that. There's on uh, I-20 on the way to Atlanta, too. I mean, it's all, it's still all over the place. It's not, it's not gone, but it's not in the forefront like it used to be. 
So I, I was, I'm trying not to say something. So, but uh huh. at the same time, you know, not everything in people's past is great, you know, and I don't necessarily mean my life or your life or I, I, I mean, in here's the easiest, here's past. the easiest way. To, here's the easiest way to do it. Put it in a museum. Don't show it out in the middle of everything. Well, I mean, yeah, but what I'm saying to you is, is. There are things in people, in, in, and when I say people's past, I, I mean like complete countries. And I mean, you know, I'm, if you go back a hundred years or two hundred years or three hundred years or whatever, I mean, there are things in people's past that you probably aren't the most proud of, or wasn't right, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it happens. Correct. Um, but what I want to say now is, is this, this thought that you can somehow erase the history of it. It's not erased. It's just not celebrated. Yeah, but there are a lot of things that, that people that think that you can somehow erase it. Well, Go ask people that live in other countries that started large conflicts and what they've done. They don't want to talk about it. They want to hide it. They want to act like they want to forget that it ever happened because they weren't a part of it. Right. Yeah. Well, there's things that, Nowadays that, you know, people still talk about that there's not a single person alive that was ever a part of it. Some of it. I'm talking about in the United States. I get it. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like nobody was a part of it. Mm -hmm. You know? <clears throat> I do. It's complete, like, past history stuff. It is. And that's where it should stay. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. It should stay back there. You live and learn a little bit, you know? There we go. I mean, you should, anyway, as a society or whatever. I mean, you should, you know? Mm -hmm. I think so, anyway. Exactly. <laughs> all right. I'll move on from all that. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll move on good, from all that. Good choice. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. So the next thing I'm going to do while we're on here is I'm going to talk about uh, the Real Fresh channel, and I'm going to play a little um, commercial video for the Real Fresh channel we are featured on Sunday nights um, on the Real Fresh channel. And he has a show, different show on there just about every single night, I think, except for maybe Wednesdays on his channel now. 
Um, and he is part of the, uh, the fanboys. He does a couple of different shows for the fanboys. Does one um, that is a sports show and uh, they cover wrestling and, and stuff as well. So uh, I'm going to play this video and let him talk for a few minutes. Hey, I am Hal Fresh here to tell you about the Real Fresh channel. That's right, youtube.com slash the Real Fresh channel. We are a network aiming to bring you various content each and every day, different types of podcasts, different type of content, uh, anything from college sportcast and, and fresh takes for some sports. We also got You Want to Do What? We got the Wrestling Corner. We got live stream. Just go over to youtube.com slash the Real Fresh channel and hit us up today. Thank you for uh, checking it out. Appreciate your time. Yep. And I, I'm back. Yes. So that was Howie Fresh with the Real Fresh Channel. And uh, we appreciate him. I always try to get that in on shows if I can. So uh, y'all check him out. You can check us out, College Sportscast, on Sunday nights. Now, we have taken a couple of Sunday nights off. We haven't been on there for a few weeks. And I was planning on doing this show with Lee Wardlaw on there tonight. But now that we're just kind of winging it, and uh, I'm not sure, I guess maybe I'll let him have this show too but anyway because <laughs> i haven't done one with him for a few weeks now but uh y'all check out howie fresh at the real fresh channel and then i got a couple of things here that i was going to run through um this is something new we are a brand ambassador now for true victory um, and it is a sports gear, sportswear uh, online shop that you can go to. It is veteran-owned, and um, they are support veterans and first responders. And you should be able to scan that code and uh, or that QR code, and it will take you to the shop where you can freely shop. And at the end, it should have the fanboys. 15% discount code in there for you guys um, to use that code and get 15% off. So I'm going to put that up on the screen for just a little bit. And uh, this is a, a brand. Actually, we, we mentioned Paul Skeens earlier in the episode. He is also a brand ambassador for True Victory. Um, he played for Air Force for a couple of years before he was at LSU and is uh, a military veteran supporter and, 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 and therefore uh, is a brand ambassador for True Victory as well. So check out True Victory. You can shop online. If that QR code does not work, because I just kind of put it up last show and haven't had time to uh, check it out, if you scan it and it does not work, then you can just go to truevictory.com. And when you go to check out, put in code DeFanboys, and you can still get your 15% discount from us. But they have 
tons of cool stuff. They have men's and women's all kinds of sports gear. They've got uh, Stars and Stripes collection. They've got a collection for Paul Skeens. They've got a collection for Addison Barnyard, who is a All-American softball player um, right now at Wichita State. She is the leading home run king. She's a junior at, at Wichita State. She's also a brand ambassador for True Victory as well. Um, so there is um, some college ties to the, all of this stuff, which helps us out with College Sportscast. I thought it would be a good deal for us to be able to talk about and advertise and, and uh, some college current players our brand ambassadors, all American players, by the way, um, Paul Skeens, you know, could get the golden spikes this year. I'm not real sure. What do you think? Could be. He only is in the several um, players, even from the SEC, that have a shot at it. But Paul Skeens is still a likely. He's definitely runner. one of them. Yes, and a yeah, front runner yeah. too being right. the Friday night starter on a number one team in the country. So if you if you check him out, you can he's got his own collection at True Victory as a brand ambassador. Um, I know that uh, uh, Addison Barnards is AB30. And what's um, what's Paul Skeen's number at LSU? Do you know what his number is, what he wears? 35 maybe. I don't remember off the top of my head. Because I think that's what the collection is. I think so. It's It would be PS35. I think. Uh, well, we'd have to, I'd have to go and look up what all it's It's his number, is what the. So if you go to True Vic collection of all his, it's got LSU colors and stuff. They have one called Are You True? It says true, and the RU is imprinted. Um, oh, and, he's number 20. 20. Okay. Well, then it should be PS20 would be his brand ambassador collection for true victory. So if you are a fan of Paul Skeens, if you're a fan of Wichita State with with Addison, um, if you're a fan of either one of them, um, help support um, true victory. You can do that by doing it with us at the fanboys, 15% discount code. And I kind of wanted to talk about it and leave it up for a few minutes. So just kind of get it out there. Um, like I said, some current all Americans are, uh, have their own collection and stuff on this as well. There's a collection for a couple of military people as well in there and, uh, different things. There's a stars and stripes collection. There's a, are you true collection? Um, the, you know, so just check them out. They've got a lot of different stuff, um, men's and women's gear. They also have hats um, and uh, decal stickers and all kinds of stuff. You can even get gift cards, online gift cards to give away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, check man. them out there. I'll leave that up for just a few more minutes. 
And if you joined our show expecting Lee Woodyard or Wood Wardlaw, I'm sorry. Um, he is, he had something come up and had to go down into South or from South Carolina to Florida before the show. So we're going to try to reschedule that and still talk about some South Carolina, North Carolina recruiting and where kind of some of the top kids for 2024 and 2025 stand. Um, so we're, I'm still going to try to get that done and also talk about where recruiting stands for South Carolina and North Carolina. I will say this, I've, I've, I've done a little bit of research um, to kind of prep for the show today and um, Shane Beamer's doing a heck of a job recruiting. He really is. So, yeah. 2023, he has four of the top. There's five guys in South Carolina that are four-star kids. He has four of the five at South Carolina. Um, Jay was on here earlier. He's a big Clemson fan. Uh, Clemson don't have any of the South Carolina kids. Georgia has the top kid, and then two through five – who are all four-star kids, have signed with South Carolina. Georgia, their top one is like sixth or seventh, and, and, and this is on Rivals because I, I, I used Rivals since he works for Rivals. Um, just so you know, the rankings that I'm, that I'm quoting are, are Rivals rankings. Um, but uh, – Shane Beamer's doing a heck of a job. He really is recruiting for South Carolina. I just thought I'd throw that out there if you're on board expecting to hear some South Carolina, North Carolina. Because <laughs> we were supposed to do that today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's something we were actually supposed to do. But, you know. Okay. By the way, I've gone and looked up the elephant for Alabama. Okay. So there's a lot of stories about, like, I guess early on in the early 20s and whatnot, there's a guy that owned a suitcase store, and there were a lot of suitcases that were either given to players after they played or whatever, or given to them when they were playing. And they had an elephant, like a Rosenberger. It was a Rosenberger was the name of the the suitcase store, and it had an elephant on it. Um, later, I guess in the '60s, they had had kind of sort of adopted this elephant as a mascot, but it wasn't really an official mascot. Um, they had made several attempts at doing a costumed mascot on the sidelines um originally it was a crimson red color then in the 60s or the 70s they uh, contacted the walt disney company in new york to design a elephant costume and that is what you know as big al today designed by walt disney that's why ESPN gets behind uh, Alabama all the time. It's because Disney, who owns ESPN, designed the costume. 
I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. But that's a, a conspiracy I just created right there. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of people that were reluctant. Yeah. Bear Bryant was reluctant to have an elephant or have a costume mascot. And there were other people that were very reluctant having it. But they did eventually get one. They named it Big Al. And uh, the rest is history. But yeah, just always had something printed on their tickets. They always had this thing there, but it was never like a real mascot until the 60s, 70s, 80s. And then it became one. Okay. Well, so I've got the true victory thing up on the screen. I am going to switch. So. Please go check out True Victory. Help support the fanboys, college sports cast, Greenville Sports Media. We are doing stuff with Prep Red Zone, with Five Star Phenom, with Future uh, All-Stars Game. Check us out. Help support us. Get some cool gear at truevictory.com. Again, Paul Skeens, Addison Barnyard is is also from wichita state they're they're both all americans softball and baseball um they have their own collection there you can check them out um the next thing i'm going to go to and put up on is our own college sportscast official gear um and i'm going to get that up on the screen as well if i can get this to work it should be there is it there it was, and then it then it came off. I saw it. Oh, I was pointing okay. at it. Oh, there it is. It's there again now. It's right there. Here. It is. All right. So uh, get it up on the screen. That is our official um, merchandise gear for College Sportscast. Um, you can scan. Oh, now that code, that QR code, does work. I have tried that one. Um, that one should work. It does take you to our opening page where you can shop we have about 10 or 12 different uh designs there um we have a hoodie we have a sweatshirt as well it's not really that season it's more t-shirt and that kind of stuff and most of them are those but we have about 10 or 12 different designs there that you can pick and choose from we've got a baseball design a football design volleyball soccer um basketball uh, softball. So we've got different designs, different colors. You can check them out. We've got a couple of mugs on there as well. Coffee mugs that you can get while you're watching this show. I will give you a code to use. Watch CS cast. Watch CS cast will give you a 15% discount. I'm doing this as a watch code. And uh, that way you can get a 15% discount, but you have to watch our show to do that. So I do know this code does work. This QR code I have um, used and, and tested this one. Um, so, John, you might be able to test it while we're on and scan um, the other one. I don't know. Um, you gave me this. Oh, you. Yeah. Does it go to that? Goes right to the website. Yeah. Does it go straight to that shirt or does it go to the website? 
it goes straight to the like yeah i mean like this is what it like this is what it looks like it's this right here when it goes and then yeah but you can shop from there and go to the other stuff yeah yeah that's what i thought and go to the other shirts and stuff yeah so yeah, yeah. that's what i thought yeah yep. yeah and so you can uh Use our code WATCHCSCAST for a 15% discount at checkout. And again, I'm not putting that down and I'm not putting that in writing. I have not been doing that because I want uh, to give people who are watching a special discount. Um, so trying to get people to watch our show a little bit, have a reason to shop at the same time for a discount. So... Um, the true victory one, uh, that one will be up on the screen. I'll put it up. And if John, if you want to check this code and see if it scans to it, because I have not checked this one. I did check the, the college sports cast one and I know it works. It went there. Yep. It goes to the page. Yeah. It should go to the, um, page where you can go and shop. Yeah. Yeah. And you can go and shop. Yep. Yeah. That's what I was trying to do. Now, if you put something in the cart and go to checkout, does it have the defense? There's Paul Skeen's. Yeah. Collection. Yeah. He has his own collection with, he's a, he's a brand ambassador for true victory. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which I thought was pretty cool, you know. One of the current best players in college baseball. And you also have one of the current best players in college softball. Well, uh, yep. Addison plays for Wichita State. Yep, there she is. Yep. AB30 is her um, collection code, her, her, collect, her collection code. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. So we've got these two things up for you there. You can uh, scan those QR codes, and John's tried them out there for me. So I do know both of them actually go to the pages and work. And you can, both right. of them, um, you can get a uh, 15% discount. Um, I, I will tell you another. Uh, Added bonus for True Victory, anything above $99, any order above $99 gets you free shipping as well. So that'll save some money as well. Because shipping nowadays is crazy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, I mean, it really is. Yeah. Shipping's going nuts with stuff. So. Yeah. All right, I've those things up. We've talked about those. I wanted to put those up on the screen for you tonight uh, while we were doing our show. So, um, is there, yeah. I'm trying to think, is there anything else that I need to talk about? I know that we do our shows, College Sportscast. We are currently doing shows on Tuesdays and Thursday nights. 
at 8 p.m. and Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m. All of these are Central Standard Time. We are on WSBN TV channel 30. Um, you download the BoxCast app and you can find WSBN TV on Apple, Roku, Amazon Fire Stick. Um, and once you find WSBN TV, College Sportscast is channel 30. So you can catch us on TV. We ask that you watch there as well. We're on YouTube. Um, you can catch all that we do on our Linktree page, and I will get that up real quick for you. This is uh, our Linktree page. I'll get it up there for you. Um, we are at Linktree College Sportscast, and I have put the new things on there. I put True Victory on there, and you can uh, a link straight to that um, is on there. Um, our College Sportscast R&D Instagram page is on there now. So there is 16 or 17 different things that you can, that you can check us out that we do. Um, and uh, I try to keep something new on most of it most of the time. There's not always something new constantly, I can promise. But I try to keep something new on it most of the time. But there's a lot that we're doing, a uh, lot that we're a part of. Um, we are covering – I know – in less than two weeks on the 21st, I will be in uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, covering Prep Red Zone uh, Tennessee football camp. And I'm excited about doing that um, for Prep Red Zone Tennessee, Prep Red Zone. Um, and uh, going to be down there doing a little coverage and talking to some of these kids. I think it's going to be from 2024 to 2027, I believe. Uh, high school high high school football kids uh, so it's going to be uh, a fun time I know that there will probably be a few out-of-state kids but Tennessee's full of some really good talent and there'll be a lot of good coaches and stuff there at this camp and it'll be a good opportunity for these kids to get noticed and for college sportscast as well so we're looking forward to that Indeed, yes, yes, we are looking forward to all that, all the upcoming. All right. So I'll end it with this. We got our home for our troops. Home for our troops is helping injured and wounded vets um, build homes, rebuild their lives. So they've been doing this for over 20 plus years. For every dollar that you give, over 90 cents of that dollar goes towards helping rebuild their or build homes and rebuild their lives. And uh, you can give to them at hfotusa.org. And again, this is part of what we are doing. True Victory kind of in lines with this too. It's veteran, it's veteran owned. And, um, you know, we're, we're trying to help support uh, our veterans here at Defend Boys and College Sportscast. So we ask that you give and, and, and give to Home for Our Troops. So soon we might be going down to a, another a few shows for a couple of months. Um, 
we're going to try to finish up May doing what we're doing. Uh, going to try to anyway. I do not know what we got planned for this coming week, right, John? Not off the top of my head. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I do not know what we've got planned for this coming week. So um, maybe I'll try to get uh, rescheduled here with Lee Wardlaw and try to get that rescheduled, um, and then kind of go from there and maybe uh, come up with something new. Here's uh, for the week. So here's here's the SEC baseball standings as is by the end of today's action. Uh, in the East, we have Vanderbilt at 17 and seven, Florida 15 and nine, South Carolina 14 and nine, Kentucky 14 and 10, Tennessee 12 and 12, Georgia 10 and 14, Missouri 7 and 17. In the West, we've got Arkansas at 17 and seven, LSU at 16 and seven. Alabama 11 13, Auburn 11 and 13, Texas AM 11 and 13, Ole Miss 6 and 18, Mississippi State 6 and 18. So hmm. the other, the two teams that that are 11 and 13 are the three teams with the 11 13 record in the West. Would be in the, would be in that last four. They would be, um, yeah. But they also have. Let's see. So the the bottom, the bottom two are the two Mississippi State teams. Uh, they would be out. Yeah, Missouri and yeah. Georgia, and then two of the three, eleven and thirteen teams in the West would be playing in the in the four uh, in the play-in Tuesday game on games. Tuesdays. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. currently, I think because I don't know exactly what if Alabama's gone head to head with with uh, with Texas A and M or not, but Alabama has a tiebreaker on Auburn. Texas A and M also has a tiebreaker on Auburn. Um, but I don't know if Alabama's got one on Texas A and M. It's just listed here in alphabetical order, so it's not listed right. in the order in which they are. So, uh, right. But two of those three teams would have to play um, against the Georgia would be playing, and you would have Georgia and Missouri also as the other two teams in the play-in game. Everybody else would already be uh, in the tournament, and they'd be playing when uh, starting Wednesday, unless they've got the the buys and all that stuff that they may be dealing with, like Vanderbilt and Arkansas. They would have some uh, time where they don't have to play the first few games. So, right. But yeah. Um, All right. Yep. Sounds good, man. We're going to wrap this up. We will see you guys on Tuesday night at eight o'clock. And uh, y'all, we will, we will, we will see you then. Y'all have a good night.